The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. I am your host. I am your host. I am Valerie Kirkgaard. I am here. We're still setting up the stage at Wind Dancer Ranch here in Utah, where history has taken place this weekend. History, history, and our story has taken place this weekend. And you got a bunch of moms and dads of the New Republic on the radio show right here. We're all gathered in this really crisp, beautiful atmosphere. Actually, standing on stage over to my left is Daniel Reed from Louisiana, who actually kept all of our heads on straight while we were here. He's a great chiropractor. So if you want to know about Daniel Reed, you can give him a telephone call at 985-542-1770. The other thing you can do is you can put Windwalker into your address book because these guys are great. And Loretta, who runs the guest ranch, she's something else here. So Windwalker, Utah is just right outside of, of Salt Lake City. So you check on that, you check out Windwalker, and you come on over because this place is absolutely bloody gorgeous. Now, on the stage here at Windwalker, we have assembled one of the most exciting crews of people that you would ever imagine. And the reason I'm calling them so exciting is because everybody on this stage had a vision, had worked their butts off, and that's your B-U-T-S off, to actually create something and reestablish something that was established over, what was it, was it 1791, CW? 1791. 1791. That's when the first Continental Congress occurred, okay? So here we are, Second Continental Congress, and boy, were we busy this weekend. So I want to introduce the team first, because we're going to turn it over to Tim Turner and let him go rampant. Tim Turner is our interim president of the Republic for the United States of America. Oh, yes. Okay, on board we have Debbie Ringchop, who is a senator from California. Would you like to say something real quick here, Deb? Just wanted to say that we have had a great time, and there is so much purpose here. Everyone needs to listen, act, be serious. This is something that's going to change your lives, and if you don't take a step forward now, you're going to be feeling some real hardships on the backside. So please come along. We'll see you all soon. Uh, it, it, it isn't even that. You're, when you see what we put together, you're not going to worry about whether you're going to come along. The choice is just like so easy, so obvious, and so amazing. You'll go, oh, yes. Okay, also on stage, we have Media Man. We, he's the Secretary of Housing. His name is Kelby Smith. Say hello, Kelby. Hey, Dr. Bell, thank you so much for having me on the radio show uh, today. It's been an exciting week. I can't even believe that uh, we're at the stage where we have a completely convened Congress with an operating set of documents and uh, some exciting stuff that we're going to be rolling out in this next week. 
again. Thank you for having me. Well, not <laughs> easy to have you here, media man. Um, C.W. Wright. Hello there, Dr. Val. How are you today? So, Mr. Vice President, <laughs> what do you got to say for yourself? Well, it's time to break out of our shell, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think the First Continental Congress was actually 1787 and not 1791. Yeah. What was it, 1791? 1791 is when they added the Bill of Rights. Oh, 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 okay, great. Thank you for the correction. Don't you? Hey, let's not forget to say thanks to LA Lifestyle. They want you to stop by their website, lalifestyle.com. If you look at their CoQ10 and nutritional oils they have available, that's LALifestyle.com. And Jason Winters Tea, we want to thank you for being one of our uh, illustrious sponsors. That's JasonWintersTea.com, where they have a combination of herbs that help make your immune system much stronger and get away from those colds and uh, during the winter time. That's JasonWintersTea.com, and you can find them at the health food stores nearest you. And IMSGO, we want to thank IMSGO. That's we do. We definitely do. Yes, of course we do. That's emsglobal1.org, and they want to remind you that during the wintertime you should have an emergency kit in your car as well as at home, and even one at work. That's emsglobal1.org. Back to you, Dr. You know what? The only thing I really regret is I forgot to bring my Jason Winters tea. Forgive me. I just did on. Oh, I've I've got got some for you. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll I'll be right over to get it. Yeah, I drank some just a moment ago. You dog, but what do you look so good? I got the peach tea. You know, I like the peach You know, that's mine, too. Okay, you guys. Here we are. We've given everybody we know of due credit, except we have the interim president of the Republic of the, for the United States right here, right now, and he's about to give you a little... Oh, we did... Oh, my God, Rutledge, I'm so sorry. Dr. Rutledge is an important member of the team. You're Secretary of Health, aren't you, Dr. Rutledge? Yes, ma'am. Well, say say more than yes, ma'am, sir. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I would say that uh, I'm two states away right now from where you guys are, and I really feel uh, the energy all the way. I don't, I, I, it wouldn't matter if I was in China; I would feel it. And what I'd like to say is that this is the best dose of medicine that America has ever had in the last 200 years. You bet your red rider. Now, I didn't hear Ken Cousins on the bridge. Okay, but if Ken Cousins pops in during the show, this guy has been, he's, he's head of the California Grand Jury. He's been part of everything. He's normally a part of the show. A lot of people are traveling around on the road. But um, Ken, if Ken drops in, you'll know who he is. He's Ken Cousins, and he's been very important in this process. And we now have um, Tim Turner on. So go for it, Mr. Turner, President Turner, interim president. And tell us what happened. Hello, President. How are you doing? Thank you, Val. Appreciate all of you being on the call today. We we are very excited to announce that we have a government that has been completed. We have a new declaration that is being served, and we're moving forward with the completed government of the Republic of the United States or the United States of America. The this government is going to revolutionize America and return the freedoms back to the people. truly is a government of mine for the people. And we're moving forward to bring back the freedoms, bring back all the liberties that have been removed by the corporate government, and we are moving in that direction rapidly. We've discussed many times on uh, this call and other calls 
about the problems that we have with the de facto corporation in Washington and how the issues had to be resolved. And we, we have done made major strides in resolving those issues this weekend in the Second Continental Congress here in Utah. And we invited, we had many, hundred, several hundred people attended, and it was a great time, had a wonderful meeting here. And I've never seen so much unity in any group of people in my life. All I can say is God was in this movement, and he brought this thing together, and we we delivered. And uh, I, I would like to have uh, Mark Lansbury, our Speaker of the House, to, to comment a little bit on the weekend. He was a, a master of ceremonies at the Congress. I'd like to read him make a few comments, if that's all right. Absolutely. Mark, welcome. Thank you very much. It's been an exciting weekend. Uh, we've all had a, a number of experiences here that uh, are very indicative that the Lord has been orchestrating this, and no doubt. And uh, it's been exciting to see the unity, as uh, President Turner stated. Uh, the Lord enabled us to go through a process where we got together, went into committees, everybody put in their two cents worth, and we got a great, great document out. And we're, we are excited about that. So here we are, we're on the radio here in, in beautiful Wind Dancer Ranch in Utah. Deb and I were actually in the Congress that, that Mark was brilliantly heading. And uh, in my life, I have never seen more fabulous work done. The, the work that we had to put together had to include a lot of different personalities of people. And we had a committee that, that Mark selected that actually... That committee did a lot of work before we in the Congress ever got a hold of it. And that work that they did transformed the Congress, and we actually produced a unanimous vote. And it looks like Tim has something to say here. It was brilliant. It was really brilliant, too. Yes, absolutely. The unity was incredible in this meeting this weekend. I just can't over over uh, exaggerate the, the amount of uh, of concern and care that people had for one another here, and the document that we uh, we passed as a congressional bill uh, was is an astounding bill. It's going to change. It's going to revolutionize the entire country and save the American government and system that we have. Uh, we're we're moving forward with the Republican form of government that will actually help the American people be free once again. And I'm very excited about bringing this to the people, and we will be bringing it to the people in the next, just beginning in a few days, all across the country. Tim, tell them the name of the document that we created. It's called the Declaration of Sovereign Intent, and it is by the Republic for the United States of America, and it was passed into law on November the 14th, and which was Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Ashley, eleven fifty-two in the evening. Oh my God! I think the confirmation actually came on the fifteenth, just after midnight. But it was fourteenth and fifteenth of November. Let's tell everybody how you know that exact time. I know that exact time because I was sitting there when it passed. That's how I know that exact time. And I was one of the ones that got to say that that was going to pass, and so did quite a few other people. It was. It was, I always said that my favorite events in my life were my marriage and my children. Uh, I can't quite say that anymore. This is right in there with them. Well, that's great. 
Well, we're glad that uh, all the people participated, and we want to encourage everyone out there that wants to be a part. Uh, they can go to our website. Uh, we'll get Kelby to give that information out in, in, on the call. That, and go sign up and be part of the New Republic, because this is where the government is going, folks, and we want you to come on board and be part of what we are doing. We need the American people to stand up now. This is your one last chance to stand up and take back this government, because if we don't do this now, you will never have another opportunity in your lifetime to do this. And uh, this is the greatest opportunity that we've had in this country for 233 years, or 234 years, since the last declaration was issued by the Founding Fathers. This is a historic weekend and a historic event, and we want you to be a part of that event. So come on board on the republicofthunitedstates.org website. That's the republicofthunitedstates.org website, and sign up and be a part of this new republic. And be part of the excitement and the new government. Now, I know a lot of people, Tim, have, have been concerned or they're wondering what's going to be happening in their Social Security checks. They're wondering if uh, we're taking over the other government. they got concerns like that. Would you address that, please? Yes, we're, we're very concerned about the Social Security checks, too. I got a call just uh, actually Sunday. Y'all, you guys were here with me. Oh, actually, Monday, I'm sorry. Monday. Uh, from a friend of mine in Florida who got uh, a letter from the Social Security Administration. He read it to me on the phone Monday afternoon and uh, told me that he was not going to get a check for December or for November. It was due to the middle of November the 15th, and he was not going to get his check. And uh, they said they were going to postpone it for a month. Well, we think this is just a, a sign of what's to come with the corporate government. We know they're bankrupt. We know they're insolvent. We know they don't have any money, and we've been surprised this hasn't happened before now. But uh, this is unprecedented that people will not receive, some of them will not receive their Social Security checks even for November, December time period. And unfortunately, we, we need to get in place so we can, we can remedy this situation. We do have funding available to fund these programs and keep people in their retirement checks and in their uh, Social Security checks and their disability checks. And uh, and they're and in their jobs in the corporation. We don't want the people to lose their jobs. Although we know the government is overburdened, and we know that the government needs to be reduced in size, and it will in time. We need to keep these people working until we create jobs in the private sector to move phase out the government into the private sector, as it was when our nation was founded. We don't need our biggest national product to be government. We need it to be in industry, and that's where we're headed. We're going to increase industry. We're going to increase uh, the economy in this country dramatically. We're going to deregulate many of the foolish regulations on business so that mom-and-pop businesses can uh, compete fairly in the marketplace. That's what built America, is the mom-and-pop businesses. That's what made us the greatest industrial nation in, in the world, is we gave our people the freedom to, to create and to build, and to manufacture. And that's what's going to make America strong again. We're not only going to deregulate it, but we're going to make money available through our um, our government to at low interest so that the people can actually afford to build a business. And we're going to get government out of business, and we're going to put business back to work, creating jobs, and imports and exports will increase in this country, and the economy will boom in no time. Hey, how about that? Now, I heard a lot of people saying, well, where is the money coming from? Well, 
we have the funding already in accounts waiting to be used. Uh, plenty of money to run this government, and uh, we, we don't have any shortages of funding. We just have to wait until the corporation uh, is in a position that they can't uh, steal our money because that's what they've been doing uh, up to now is that every time we try to transfer funds, uh, the corporation has been stealing it through the United States Treasury, Homeland Security, or other agencies. Uh, take it. And uh, that's uh, that's what we've been up against. But that's about over because uh, I got a report this morning that, uh, that the rats are jumping ship in Washington. Could you give more details on that? That's such a delightful thought. Well, it, it, many of the people that are in the jobs in Washington are leaving Washington. Actually, they're trying to get out of the country, many of them, because they know that this ship is, is sinking soon, and they don't want to be on it when it does. And that's what's going on. Many of the people that work for the government up there in big jobs are trying to get out of the country. Now, is Obama still out of the country? I, I don't know. Oh, he came back? No, he, he, yeah, he returned. He's back. His 10 days and $2 billion of spending is over. What was that about, C.W.? He was going over to try and uh, generate support and uh, find more money. And he noticed that the media hasn't recorded a lot on that because he was unsuccessful at every attempt. <laughs> yeah, the G20 nations turned Obama down flat for any more loans. And the corporation is out of money. They're out of credit. They have no credibility. They have no cash. They have no collateral. And a corporation in that position cannot stand for very long. And it's on its last leg, and it is going to, it is going to collapse. Simple as that. The corporation in the United States is over with, folks. We can come on board and build this republic, or we can go into a foreign occupation. It's our choice. So we encourage you, please, come on board, help us to restore the republic for the United States of America. It's already done. All we need is your support. Yeah, it's actually a kind of a cool thing because, really, all we have to do is re-inhabit. It's kind of like there was this grand old mansion that got abandoned, and we've taken a look at it and said, really good bones and really good structure there. I think we'll move back in again, and we got a lot of money. Now, uh Tim, the, um, there's been a lot of speculation about where the funds have actually come from. One of the things I heard was San Germain's Trust and all kinds of things like that. Is there any details that you can give us on that? Uh, I, I, I can't get into a lot of detail in public about the funds at this point. All I can say is that we're being funded by the same group that's been funding nations of the world for many, many centuries. And uh, that's about all I can comment on that. Right? And we're not the only nation being re-inhabited right now, are we? Uh, there are many others that are taking a look at what we're doing, actually, and are making petition to us to become uh, branch republics of our republic. This is a really exciting thing. Hey, Val, I've got a question. Oh, please, uh, Dr. Rowley, just go for it. So... Because uh, this has been an unprecedented hurdle, great step that has happened now. What can we tell to our fellow men and women out there when they join the Republic? What can they do besides uh, signing up to the website? Because we need uh, tremendous support of like-minded people to come on board and support this, give it their 100% support. What would you say that they need to do? They need to get involved with their local uh, ambassadors in each state. And they become. They need to get ready to run for Congress. They need to become justices. They need to become senators and con and representatives. They need to be governors. They need to be uh, in in the court system. We have a country to run, and it's going to take we the people to do that. Um, uh, it's time the uh, the day of the politician is over. It's time for we the people, the honorable people out here in America, to stand up and take these positions. 
and quit giving them to politicians that are lying, cheating, and stealing from you. Now, one of the things that we were talking about with this document of intent was we are not taking over Washington, D.C., and I wanted you to add a little more to that and, and say, you know, we're, we're, we're claiming our borders, right? Yes, we're, we're just claiming our borders. We're, we're, we're uh, re-inhabiting the lawful nation. Washington, D.C. is in Washington, D.C., in the District of Columbia. That's all the authority and jurisdiction they ever had. All the jurisdiction they've taken in the states, most of it was done unlawfully. However, some of it was legal because of the consent of the people, but it was done, still done, in a way that it was deceptive, which makes it illegal there. There, so then that's a very, that's a long, that's a whole <laughs> series of shows in itself, the legal versus lawful thing that I teach about. The bottom line is, is that we have a lawful government now. We are the only lawful government in America, the only one. The corporation has never been a lawful government. It was created in deception from the beginning. In 18, the years 1868 through 1871, it was a deceptive move by the Congress of a corporate unit, uh, municipal corporation in Washington, D.C., or we call it the District of Columbia. That was their jurisdiction. Every single law that has ever been passed in Washington only applied to citizens of the United States. The United States territorial jurisdiction was 100 square miles, the District of Columbia. That's all it ever was. Now, they've added some territory since that time, but all of the people that live on this continent in the, in the territorial borders within the United States of America never were U.S. citizens unless they volunteered to be. And it was done through deceptive means, through uh, private or through contracts. And the people were never told what they were doing. Well... We have a government now that is truly all by and for the people, and we are the only lawful government that exists between the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean and the border of Canada to the border of Mexico. We are the only lawful government. And we are growing in numbers by the bit. I hope you can go over to the website right now. I'm watching you sit over here smiling ear to ear. What you got to say, kiddo? By the way, Alaska and Hawaii are still part of it, even though they're a little bit outside that immediate border that you just heard. Yeah, they were originally territories of the corporation, but they made a petition to join the republics, and they'll be admitted to the republic. They were represented in this convention, and their delegates voted to embrace the declaration, and so they are part of the republic also now. So we've got right here on Waking Up at America a lot of the people that are founding moms and dads of this republic, and you can come right in here and you can join us. And uh, Mr. Vice President, how oh, he just saluted Howdy. me. Isn't that the cutest thing? I haven't been saluted in a long time. What are your visions? We have, we have never been on a show together where we could look at each other eye to eye either. I know that's pretty funny, isn't it? Of course, looking at you eye to eye, they're, they're so interested in the property and walking around and stuff. We've been pent up for so many days that we have a radio team that's scattered over about 75 square feet. Normally, we sit there in our studios at our homes. I'm just looking. I think Media Boy just disappeared behind a tree. I mean, excuse me, oh, no, Media wait Man. Wait a minute. But yeah, let's, let's make sure we understand who Media Boy was. Yes, yeah, last. You know, about three weeks ago, he went into rehab of Media Boy. And he came out media man. We call that media remedial. He went to, and he graduated media man. Hey, media man, what are you seeing for the new republic? What's your role in it? 
Well, I got many roles. I think my main role is just encouraging America to uh, what's actually happened. Um, I'm kind of shocked, you know, in, in awe and shocked right now beyond uh, any experience in my life. I was a part of a weekend where people were crying and holding hands and hugging and supporting each other. I watched people who were broke, um, no money, no no means to get here. So it broke down several times on the way. And then uh, the support systems came in and uh, gave them money when they got here. I mean, this is a really, it's more than a republic. To me, it seems like this is a family. So I'm just, I'm just blessed beyond to be a part of this and blessed to, to be able to look at my president and my vice president and call him not only a president, but my friend. And, uh, this is the real deal guys. Uh, we're about to change the world and we have changed the world media man. They just don't all know it yet. We have. Kelby, Kelby, you're being awful humble here. And, uh, I want to let everybody know this man has taken more shots publicly other than our president. And, uh, yeah, I'm still the I'm still the leader. You're still the leader taking the shot, but this this man has stood up for the people and taken the shots. He's been beat down, lifted up, and he's been beat down and lifted up, and here he is still here because he is standing up for what is right. He is standing up for what needs to be done in America. Kelby, I take my hat off to you. I salute you. You're a patriot. I love you. And keep up doing the good work. And he's just much more than a media man. He's also the ambassador for California. He's also a member of the cabinet, the president's cabinet. And uh, he's just too humble to mention that, but uh, I will let everybody know. And, and I thank also, you, Kelby. He's also got two six-foot-tall assistants that are very helpful that were sent by the Lord. So it all works oh, out real well down Ken. Ten foot tall. Oh, ten foot! Oh my God! I apologize for taking with, four feet off of him. Yeah, ten foot tall with six foot swords. Yeah, what can I tell you? We're well protected here in Utah. I, 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 Mal, Mal, Doctor yeah, Rutledge. One other question that follows up on my other, and this is for the people. Um, yes, they get involved uh, in, in the Congress and Senate and local chapters and things. How will they, will, will there soon be a list of people and contact numbers and addresses on uh, the website? And so, so people, when they go and they do sign up, they'll be, know who to contact when they want to get involved. That's such a good question. I'm sure Tim will handle that right now. Yes, on the uh, website, we, yeah, on the website, we, uh, we have the ambassadors for each state listed. And if you'll contact them, they will put you in touch with others in your area. And uh, we'll communicate with you and show you what you need to do. We also are about to start having massive town hall meetings all across the country so you can come and attend and, and get to know who we are. And, and we will be traveling around the country, uh, myself and the vice president and some others, representatives of the republic, to meet with you in your local area. And so you can come down and meet, meet with us and talk with us, ask us questions, see what we're doing, and become part of this republic because this government cannot function without you. We need you. Howie, yeah, you're definitely... I would like to add to that for a moment because we've been having a lot of people requesting the information from all the representatives and senators and ambassadors. And 
and people say we've been secret and uh, about not getting it out. And then we explain to them the security concerns, and people want to know what security concerns, because they say they can go onto a, uh, any website and they can get the de facto senators and the de facto House of Representatives their names and their phone numbers and their addresses. Well, I just wanted to point out to everybody that the phone numbers and addresses you get are not their personal phone numbers. They are not their personal addresses. You do call a number and you do get a gatekeeper. We don't have that luxury yet. We are using our own funds. We are using our own phone numbers and our own addresses. And we are entrusted to keep that private until such time we can give out everything that people need to contact. So we do have email addresses for everybody right now. You know, CW, I think you brought up a really important point, and I think maybe listeners do not know that um, I think almost everybody involved here at one time or another has been concerned about whether or not they get killed or not for doing this. So it isn't even like a regular situation. The people that put together the original declarations actually lost a lot of their lives and their fortunes and everything else, and we would actually been wanting to avoid that situation. So we are protecting ourselves, and we are putting ourselves in public at the same time. So it's not it's, – it's, it's more about protection than it is about secrecy, and as our numbers gather, there just isn't going to be any issue about that. But right now... It's appropriate that you would bring that up, because in 1774, when they started meeting, in 1776, when they started getting real strong at their meetings, they had to meet in secret, because the king's men were hunting them down. You betcha. <laughs> you and betcha. So people want to complain we're not being transparent. Believe me, we are as transparent as we possibly possibly can be with the security uh, issues at hand. But that's going to be handled real, real soon, and it's going to be, it's going to be even a bigger open book. So, folks, I've asked you before, just have patience. You'll get exactly what you're looking for. Now, um, Tim, one of the things that I've been concerned about, and I know that the dinar is supposed to be reevaluated very soon, and I also know that China and the U.S., hold the greatest, uh, the, the de facto government hold the greatest amount of dinar. So I've been worried that the dinar reevaluation would actually refund the buggers. Well, we've been concerned about that, too, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, I think they're so far down that they're not going to ever be able to get up again. The, the corporation has dug a hole that they can't cover up, and, and there's nothing they can do about that. Uh, when, when the... A uh, corporation who was served with notice from us on, on our original declaration on March the 30th, we took our consent away to use our, our uh, assets to hypothecate against the fund. This, this, uh, Would you let people know what hypothecate is? Not everybody knows Maybe that. they just multiply it. What they do is they have an illegal scheme of multiplying. Uh, the governments don't do like we do. When they, uh, they will take, uh, for instance, they'll take a uh, million dollars in gold and they'll hypothecate. $40 million in instruments, and they'll use that for payment of debt when they only have one-fortieth of that in actual assets. And that's what caused the, the economic collapse. They have devalued, they have hypothecated so much, they have devalued the dollar till it's at the point of collapse and will collapse very soon. Uh, Didn't they go beyond the 40 times in many cases? I've heard they went as many as 200. Really? 200? I never heard that one before. Yeah. I've heard of reports of over to, of as much as 200 times. Uh, well, who did they do that to? Well, the U.S. Treasury did that a lot. And uh, and, and they have just uh, 
Well, they, 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 they did it uh, by printing more and more Federal Reserve notes through the U.S. Treasury and Federal Reserve. There are just tons and tons. There are actually literally warehouses full of high-denomination um, uh, Federal Reserve notes that are in private that have never been circulated. If they do circulate them, they would collapse the dollar right now. Oh, my gosh. But even with those in reserve, uh, we we still can't sustain because they're printing... What was it? Eighteen billion dollars a day. Eighteen billion a day. In the last three years, two or three years. Eighteen billion. Eighteen billion a day in new currency without any backing whatsoever. Oh. So they've devalued the dollar to the point of collapse, and it, it, it's no, there's no way to save it. You mean now? Right now, we're kind of equal to the Iraqi dinar, which is point zero zero eight five of a cent right now. Well, if, 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 in my opinion, if the Iraqi the Iraqi dinar may come up, it's a very good possibility it might come up. But uh, it still might take two thousand dollars to buy a loaf of de- or bread. Um, so what's going to happen to us? What happens? What happens? Uh, we have a lot of chaos in our country and a lot of death and destruction. So when people come into the republic, what's going to happen with their credit card debt and mortgages and this devalued currency that you're talking about? Does it just all disappear? Well, I've been talking to people around, uh, uh, leaders around the world, and what we believe is going to happen, and, and I don't have any way to document or prove this, but just from talking to world leaders, the only possible solution that we see to the world's debt problem is what they call jubilee, when the debts are all forgiven. Well, that used to happen every seven years, didn't it, in the old days? Well, it did it, every seven years for private, and every 49 years, I think it was, for, for government. Would if it, I remember correctly. Is that a, unifi- a unified decision that happens globally, or how does that work? Well, we're waiting to see how the uh, the people that hold the debt are, are, are feel about that, but they have made indications that they may very well be for forgiving the debt as long as we meet a few qualifications which won't cause us any, any difficulty at all. Very simple things that they were asking for, and... Uh, so we're we're sta- we're waiting. We're exploring that possibility. So the folks in this country might actually be debt free in a short period of time if if this does go down. And we do we are installed as the proper government. You know, I've heard of Jubilee before, but I never heard it out of your lips before. Yes, so well, I don't that's real special. Well, we've been talking about this with the principals for a good while that uh, that hold the debt, and our debt is not. You can't pay it, and they understand that. Uh, it's impossible for the American people to pay the debt. We actually owe $600 trillion in total debt in this country. There's no way in the world that we could possibly uh, pay it. As in the, the American people could not would not live long enough to pay it. Uh, we wouldn't exist as a country long enough to pay it because the interest alone is more than our gross national product. <laughs> well, that, that's a, uh, a bow. Isn't it interest on air? What? Dr. Uh, Dr. R- Dr. Rutledge here. This, uh, I, I keep on on the same thread, but I think it's important. Uh, when the people do join the republic, obviously that's a, a wonderful freedom-style uh, incentive to be debt-free. However, when they do join the republic, what would what do you say? How might they uh, go about uh, starving the? Uh, uh, de facto government, if you will, by standing up and not compli- not complying, or what would be your words uh, once you join the republic to not be feeding the, the corporate system? Well, Taylor, one of the ways that I think is they should stop paying the income tax. 
that's a, that's an unlawful tax on the people, and that will starve them quickly. Uh, but I, I think that's pretty well a done deal. I don't think they're going to be able to survive it anyway. Uh, uh-huh. Another thing is is there are taxes that are owed to the republic, not to the corporation that are being collected. I mean, the, the roads and the road taxes, for instance, uh, that, that they charge on fuel to the federal that go to the federal system should go to the republic, not to the corporation. And I think people need to start demanding these things once they come into the republic. And uh, they they need to be aware that these taxes are going to fund this illegal corporation that has been used as a tyrant against them for many years to enslave them. They have a choice now. So why can't we demand that our taxes go to our government instead of to the corporation? Yeah. Absolutely we will. And those amount of taxes that are being generated and collected are more than enough to to run the government without uh, the the public having to pay income tax. That's exactly right. Well, the income tax never funded the government to begin with. It just went in the coffers of private corporations, uh, of private bankers, primarily in Europe. It never was used for this country. It never was. So, well, any of our infrastructure or any certain goods and services in our nation at all. So, will the the people that come in and join into the republic will they be able to have uh, guidance? Absolutely. That's what that's that's what the ambassadors are for is to bring them in and get them educated on what the republic is is the first step. And then we have a lot of programs coming out. We've been hesitant to go to go public until we had a few steps completed and, and until the Tea Parties completed their process after the elections this fall. And as soon as the elections were over, the next week we started going public because we didn't want to compete with the, the Tea Parties. We have great respect for those folks, and we, we, we thank them for the job that they've done and uh, in making the, the public aware of there's a problem in America. The problem that we have with the Tea Party, though, is that they are trying to fix the corporation in the United States that is about to collapse, and you can't fix that system. It, it cannot be repaired because it's too. it was a deceptive uh, government to begin with, and it had no lawful authority any, at any time. And now the fraud has been exposed, and now they're going down, and there's no way to fix this. can't repair that system. Excellent. Dr. Val, we can't uh, hear you at the moment. Uh, I just want to take a small break and thank LALifestyle.com. Don't forget to go look at their nutritional oils at LALifestyle.com and uh, JasonWinnersTea.com. Look at their peach tea and raspberry tea that we have available there. That's JasonWinnersTea.com. They got the herbs that come together with the immune building uh, boosters inside. They can be found at your favorite health food store. And if not, go to JasonWinnersTea.com and, and let them know about it. And they'll uh, make sure it gets there. And not, don't forget your emergency kit for EMS Global One at EMSGo.org. They can uh, help you put your kits together for the winter, for the summer, for the autumn, for <laughs> every time of the year if need to. But uh, hang on a second. We got Dr. Val coming right back at you. Stand by one moment. Here you are, Dr. Val. Oh, the ding ding. Thank God for multiple technologies. We have, <laughs> we're, we've got phones going in and out all over the place and all that kind of good stuff here. Uh, I was about to ask the dear president something, and I actually have forgotten what it was in the, in the jumble of things. But what you need to know is done. 
We've re-inhabited the public. We're, the house has strong bones. It's got um, fabulous people working on it, great carpenters, great leaders. I think one of the most moving things for me was this week coming and being surrounded by people who six months ago were truck drivers and business people and things of that nature. And then when I looked at the tags on their shirts, they were governors, they were members of the house, they were um, ambassadors, and it was like the elevation, what it was like to really get updated by a truck driver who was now a senator from North Dakota because I found out how darn smart truck drivers are because they drive around the country and they go through all the different states and they educate themselves on uh, with DVDs and things like that in their trucks. They're some of the smartest humans I ever ran into in my life. And it was just like, I can see Mark smiling right now because I know he feels what I feel. It was like, come on over here, Mark, for a minute. What it was like to look at all those different people. When we were doing the Declaration of Intent in the Congress, and um, we had committee had done the work, and every single state had broken down to take a look at the document and find out what they needed to add it, add to it. And and we lined up in front of the committee, in front of the speaker, and each brought a contribution. I was crying half of the time. You want to comment on that, Mark? Yeah, actually, I want to back up a little bit because before we broke up into states and let them look at the document, uh, we had the committee come out and just read the document, and I said, I just want you all to close your eyes and just listen. And as they read through the document, there was, uh, it was silent. And when we came to the end of the document, it was just a rip-roaring yell of appreciation uh, for this tremendous document that's going to give freedom to everyone. And then as we went through and went through some processes of fine-tuning it, uh, and at the very end, I called for a vote from each of the states and had them stand up, and there was just a resounding vote from each of the states, standing up, shouting, yes, yes, we vote for this. We went all the way down the list, and every single one of them unanimously with the unanimous vote. And, and Rock were in all six versus America. I don't even know them all, you know? I mean, some saying, uh, uh, Jim, that they that America should become our national anthem. Uh, well, I, I, I've not heard anything about that. I, I don't really know that. Uh, I've not been contacted about that, but uh, that's up to the Congress. Well, we're going to put some music in this thing, too, let me tell you. Uh, Debbie, you've been sitting here. You've been through this whole thing, Senator, from California. California. You ought to see what we went through, porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think y'all want to know. Have exactly you explained the situations you guys went through? I, I got to tell this to everybody. When the when the congressional uh, met, the Congress met, we were in an empty warehouse, unoccupied building, cement floors, steel chairs, no running water, one. For nearly 20 hours, and they could not leave the building. We tried. Wow. But it, we, we were sequestered. I never knew the true meaning of the word sequestered before. What were you going to say, Tim? I saw you winding up there. 
I thought about something. I better not say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're not on the Internet radio. We can say anything. Let's just say it. It, it, it involves 17 degrees and a stainless steel seat on a board. <laughs> Are you still missing part of your body? <laughs> it was snowing outside, by the way. <laughs> But when I pointed out to Debbie and I said a couple of times, hey, the guys at Valley Forge had it quite a bit rougher. They didn't have the, the peanut butter cups or any of that. So it's been done, okay? That's what you need to know. This thing that couldn't be done has been done. Yeah, I can see you warming up for something over there, sir. Yeah, the the beauty of this is it was done by the real people of America. There aren't any politicians involved. There aren't any government agencies involved. This is done by we the people. This is a ground floor movement from the people. This government is going to be a government of, by, and for the people from the bottom up, not the top down. That's the way our founding fathers intended for it to be, and thank God they did, because they knew the, the, the challenges of allowing politicians to run your government. They knew that they would abuse the people. So, people, it's time to get involved, and it's time for you to become governors and senators and congressmen and justices and sheriffs and be involved in this republic and take your place. And you become a public servant, truly a public servant and not a politician. Ah, and the president has spoken. Okay, media man, what would you like to say to start to wrap this thing up here? We've got about five, six more minutes of the show. Well, I got so much to say. Um, I don't know where to start. You know, this whole weekend is just, you sit there and you look at it and you, you don't realize what actually happened until you get to the end of the day and then you you start crying in your bed. And, and you you just rejoice over the fact that you know that God had his complete hand through this. And that so many people, one of the things that Mark didn't say um, the people on their own accord, the Senate and the House of Representatives, this, this event happened on a Sunday. And uh, they, were, they were praying. They were giving testimony about their lives. They, they came together as a family, and they brought the Lord into the picture. And that's really what is the most important for me personally, because without God in this, we don't have a country. We don't have the support. We don't have God intervening on our behalf with the different security issues but the different hearts uh, that need to hear that God is in this. And I, you know, Dr. Val, that's really all i got to say. It's just been a very touching week for me personally. It sure has, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, something really special happened last night, Kelby, and I'm sorry you couldn't be a part of it. Loretta and I decided um, that we felt called to call a sweat lodge, so we did. And one of the things that happened with the sweat lodge was that when we were when we were there, we called up, if you don't know what a sweat lodge is, it's an Indian tradition, and you bring in hot stones, and you let spirit come in, and it was really interesting, because the issues of spirit that came in when we were in the sweat lodge were illusioned, okay? That was one of the biggest conversations we had of the evening, was the a conversation of illusion. That came into the sweat lodge. But when I talked to Loretta after the sweat lodge, she says, I've never seen a sweat lodge like the one that you had, because she said... What happens in a sweat lodge normally is, is that people show up and they talk about themselves. And she said, but what happened in this sweat lodge was people came and they talked about their community. And that's what you're getting here. Instead of a de facto government, you're getting a, a community of people that love God, that love the Constitution, 
that love the land and that honor each other. So it doesn't get any better than that as far as I'm concerned. So as things start to crumble around you, just know that the illusion is crumbling around you, that the old form is crumbling around you, and heaven awaits. No kidding. What what we are here is the possibility of heaven. And if you were standing in the incredible Utah countryside like we are this morning with snow-capped mountains and crisp air, and um, the victory in our in our veins of what what's been accomplished after all of the I'm looking at Deb right now what Debbie and I have gone through trying to raise funds getting in broken down cars doing what we can to get to grand jury meetings CW gosh darn CW how many times did you drive up and down California getting grand jury members signatures so that we could get this ball rolling how many times do we have doubts you know. We went up and down several times, several times. You know, I started out with a car that only had 76,000 miles on it. Now I think it's got 176,000 miles on it. And But I tell you what, I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's going to take the people to stand up, and the people are standing up. See, you folks make the difference between de facto slavery and republic freedom, and it is your choice. You have a choice on how you want to live your life. Do you want to live your life under the thumb of this kind of authority, or would you truly like to live in a republic of freedom? Which is what we have now is disguised as freedom. But if you try and, and approve yourself too much, you will get shut down. <laughs> I personally think that the, what, what remains is, the go- is more like a skeleton that's going to be like buried real thin, and I'm not even going to the funeral. I just want you to know that. Tim smiled. We're not going to the funeral when this falls because we're going to be too busy putting together what works over here. So we do invite you to this. We we do invite you to call. Tim, any last conversations you want to have here? I would like to say to those that work for the de facto government that we are going to practice a policy of forgiveness and restitution. We want them to come on board and support and be part of what we're doing. We want to protect their jobs and keep them in in their livelihood and take care of their families as well. Although I know some of these folks have done us wrong many times. We've been mistreated by them. We want to still show forgiveness and restitution as our policy. We want this to be a completely peaceful movement, and we want to bless them as well in this process. Um, one of the things that I know, I, I, I just got an email. No, that's a joke. <laughs> I just got a divine email. What's going to happen with the military? Military is going to come forward and support the lawful government. That's, that's, they have to under oath. Now, they're actually the ones that helped us on March 30th, weren't they? They were involved. Yeah. So I want you to know we're, you don't have to worry about the Army coming after you or something. Um, what about? Can you tell them real quick about the American Rangers? Yes, we are starting our American Ranger program, which is our lawful uh, federal law enforcement uh, group. And if you're interested in the American Rangers and being part of that program, uh, send us an email to the Republic of the United States dot org and let tell you know that you're interested in being a Ranger, and we'll we get with you and talk to you about the how you can be a part of that. Uh, did Ken Cousins actually manage to get on this call? Are you here, Ken? Well, we want to thank Ken Cousins for all the work that he's done. He was here in Utah. Yes, what you got? Val, this is Cabby. I just wanted to make one announcement. I don't think we addressed it. Um, and just to show that the, the Congress is the people representing the people, they got together and they realized they needed to make some corrections and changes. And one of the corrections they made is they 
renamed this republic to Republic for the United States of America instead of Republic of the United States of America. So we're going to be changing that uh, domain name and many different facets uh, within how uh, we are releasing the information and also email addresses and so on. And it's going to take several weeks, but I just want people to understand there is a substantial difference between of and for. What, would you tell us what that difference is, Cal? I'm going to let Tim tell you. He studied it thoroughly after they made the uh, change in Congress. Well, I've, I've not studied that particular thing, but the uh, the of the is possessive in the for means for the whole nation. Uh, so that's uh, instead of one big government, we are made up of many small independent free republics of, uh, throughout the United States. And the national government has no authority over these independent republic states, with, but they chose to join in unity with us to make one national government. I think that's pretty good. I think that, is there anything anybody has to add? Hey, I, I call that a wrap. I really want to thank you guys all for listening. I want to thank all the incredible hours and hours and hours and hours and all the sacrifices, and I mean financial sacrifices. People sold things to get here. They did all kinds of stuff. We were described when it came through the door as a ragtag group, but boy, what a ragtag group we are. And so, and to all of you out there that have kept your fingers crossed, Ron Hayes, I happen to know that you have been very concerned about whether this would happen or not. Hey, honey, it's happened. And for all of you that were concerned, it's happened. The ball is rolling. The momentum is gathering as these guys travel through the states, and we're going to see how many more can get involved. I've talked to senators. I've, I've talked to senators from all over the place. I've talked to rep- representatives from all over the place. It's a good thing. It's working. <laughs> They're moving me over to the side so I don't echo. See, I've really got team. They're saving me from chairs and cracks in the floor and all kinds of stuff. You can count on us to care for you and to take care of you, and we ask you to do the same with us because we're a community of loving, kind, God-loving people, and um, we've done it. We pulled it off. God wins. De facto loses, God wins. Thank you um, to the team at Voice America and for all that you've done for us. Well, sign in next week, and we'll let you know what's happening. Take care. And join the family. There you go, Deb. You've been waiting at the door And it's time to open This is for you, this is for all Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com.